What is going on? This is the Standing Up Podcast with Jackson White, episode 8. Um, just another week. Just keep keep trucking along. Had a uh, Sorry I'm a day late. I was taking a dump. So uh, it's one day late, but I figure my uh, listener, singular, um, would be okay. Uh, so yeah, last week, um, it was a pretty good week. I got, I ended up getting three mics and I was hoping for four, but I did three. Uh, but it was overall a good week. The first night, so the first night on Monday, uh, so there actually aren't a ton of open mics on Mondays, uh, except for like the first Monday of the month, there's a good one at, um, the, probably the best club in the area, but. Overall, there aren't a ton of open mics on Mondays, so I ended up going to this place. Uh, I found it has an open mic called uh, Chocolate Secrets, and uh, yeah, initially I thought it might be a black strip club or a strip club. I don't know, you know, but but Chocolate Secrets that sounds odd. Obviously, in that case, I was definitely gonna do a mic, but uh. Then I looked into it, and uh, it looked like it might just be like a a gay club, I think. Uh, It just really odd vibes, but I ended up going there, and it was just like, it's a gourmet chocolate place. Um, Does have a a good, a solid amount of gay people there. I don't know if everyone was gay, but um, I was definitely a uh, manly man in that in that place uh not a great mic i think that most days they have like jazz or that sort of thing like nice slow music and just more chill atmosphere and they they just were not into the uh stand-up that was going on they seemed really aggravated that we were doing that so yeah, interesting mic on Monday, but uh, that's that's how it goes. Um, it was fun, but you know, it, it was kind of odd. Just just a weird a weird night of stand up. But uh, I'm sure I'm in pl- I'm in for uh, plenty more of those. Um, Tuesday, I went to a comedy club. It's not great, but it's a it's a decent comedy club, and uh, I actually might have had one of my best nights so far. I didn't feel that great about my set, um, which I think is probably a good thing. I, I want to have make sure I have high standards, um, but I didn't really feel like it was that great. Um, but when I got done, I could hear people in the audience saying that that was good, t- like to each other saying, like, man, that guy was pretty good. And then I got stopped two or three times by people telling me that I had a really good set, that I was good. And so uh, that was really encouraging. <laughs> Because there there isn't a whole lot of encouraging moments when you're doing stand-up. And so it was good to have a moment where it felt like maybe I was making some progress. Once again, I didn't even feel that great about it. I thought I was pretty meh. Um, it may have helped that everyone else was pretty bad. Like, it was bad. The other, it, it, I mean, it's usually not great, but the other uh, comedians were like, whew, it was, it was not good. Um, like there were, there were jokes that just didn't even like, didn't even make sense. Didn't even, nothing about them, no linear thought, nothing. It was, uh, one guy just rapped 
he just went out there and just yelled into the microphone for five minutes. And, uh, like, the most graphic sexual content I've ever heard. Honestly, I've ever heard in my life. And I've been doing stand-up comedy for a couple months. So, it, it was... I will Okay, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty funny. But it was more laughing at him than with him. Because it was such an absurd moment of him just on stage screaming the most... The most... Uh, vile things that he could scream and so that was that was actually pretty funny to i laughed pretty hard um but then there were people just like i don't know it, it was an it was crazy but the audience was de- de- decent there was this one jackass in the audience who wouldn't stop yelling stuff out and heckling and you know i thought about i wanted to kind of really go in on him but i just don't think i'm there I don't, first of all, I don't think I kill hard enough. I feel like you have to kill to do that, right? Like you have to have won the audience over to just like destroy somebody. And I don't know if I'm even that good. I would be that good at it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, he just like he kept yelling stuff out. Nothing original or funny. He would just yell out the most basic stuff. He heckled my set, and I gave like one just quick line. It wasn't a mean. It wasn't mean either. It was pretty like. It was more just like addressing that he said something. And I got a laugh what I said. But yeah, this guy was just freaking... Ugh, I couldn't stand it. He was the most obnoxious. You ever you ever see someone? Like, you haven't talked to them? Nothing. Like, you don't know them at all. You just see them walk in a room and you're like, oh, that guy needs his ass kicked. Like, you know he needs to, he needs to feel some pain. Like, that dude, the second I saw him, I was like... I was wishing that I could just punch him in the mouth because he needed it. Turns out I was right, too, by the way. Like, it wasn't even some crazy, um, maybe an idiot. Like, he actually did. He could have used a punch in the face. Because, uh, here's the thing about that, too. It's an open mic. It's not like you're at some nice club where all these people are here. Like, you could have signed up. That's what's so dumb about him. Is he literally, if you want it to be funny... Be funny. Like, sign up. We had the freaking sheet outside. You could get on stage and say your thing. But this guy was... Man, he was driving me crazy. I don't know. The The host was not... He just talked way too much. And at one point, he got on stage to say... Because there were other people talking, too. Other people talking. And uh, he got on stage at, at one time and started talking about how, you know, he'd be quiet. And he just kept going. And at one point... I was trying not to laugh because this guy, this host just starts going, he starts talking about how they shouldn't talk. Gets to the end of it. It sounds like he's wrapping it up to announce the next comedian. Then he just randomly goes, stop talking. Stop talking. Like, I don't know. He just keeps going. Starts yelling. Like, he, he went on this long speech and right as he's about to wrap it up, he just starts yelling again about stop talking. It, it was just a, everything outside of my set was weird that night. So, but it was a, it was actually a really fun night. I'll definitely be back. It was my first time doing that mic, and I'll definitely be back. It's uh, every other Tuesday, so I I can't do it this week, but I'll do it um, next week. I think I don't remember what my schedule is next week, but hopefully. Um, then Wednesday was kind of just a normal night, nothing crazy. Uh, I got a few laughs, but uh, um, just kind of the average ho hum. Sign up, do your set, get out of there. Uh. Thursday night, I just, I was really tired. I was going to have to do a late set, and I didn't want to be out until 1 in the morning, so I ended up going home. Uh, but yeah, it, it was all, overall a good week. 
you know, Chocolate Secrets still just sounds weird to me. Like, I don't know. That just sounds like a weird place to go. Um, but whatever. I, I, I don't know if I'll go there again. It just, like I said, just, just kind of a weird, weird vibe. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting, I feel like I have maybe one or two minutes right now. I have a bit. I actually have a bit that's turning into something. That's been the thing is I haven't really found anything, but I have a bit right now that I think might be pretty good. It's kind of dark. It's kind of mean, but I think it. I think it's got something. It's it's been getting laughs pretty much every time, and I just today or yesterday or today yeah today I just kind of started. I got a new tag for it, a new or or really more of a. a a segue to another joke. I think I might have something here. Almost to go from one thing, one joke to another in a transition. Because that's the thing is, you know, even the good guys that I'll see, it's usually these one-liners, these kind of one-off one-liners are the guys that are actually decent at these things. And that's great. There are great legendary comedians that do that. You know, Mitch Hedberg, uh, Anthony Jeselnik, um, Stephen Wright, You've got great comics that do these just one-liners that don't really go together. It's just one after the other. That's great. But it seems to me like most of the greats, and def- not just the greats, I shouldn't even say that, but a better way to get to a solid hour and to really keep people's attention is to, it, it shouldn't, I feel like if it's if it sounds like it's just a talk, you know? Like, when you watch so many of these great comedians, it feels like they're just talking. When Dave Chappelle is killing, it, it doesn't feel like he's really telling jokes. It feels like he's just talking to an audience, and it's hilarious. Bill Burr, you know, all these guys. It, it feels like they're more just Jerry Seinfeld. It doesn't feel like jokes, but it is. And I think sometimes that's where you get ticket sales or even just uh, a crowd and if you're going to do a one-liner so once again my goal is to get 45 minutes to an hour if you're going to do one-liners I think they've got to be A-level one-liners you can't have a bunch of meh one-liners and that's really hard like really Anthony Jeselnik I think he is one of the absolute best comedians in the world he tells one-off one-liners, very dark, offensive, but they're so good. He's maybe the best in the world right now at writing a one-liner. I think that's a very reasonable thing to say. I'm not saying ever. I'm saying right now. The way you can have a twist at the end, it's like this old, it feels like an old-school joke from like the 30s or 40s, you know, that your grandpa tells you that has a long setup. It's so incredible how he writes. Um but even him, it'll take him, it takes him four to five years to get a special, to do a special. And he's the best because it's that hard. And I feel like, first of all, the one-liners, I just don't know if I'm that good at them anyway. But I feel like a better way to go out about an hour, for me at least, is is trying to figure out these bits, these like stories, observations that aren't just set up joke because I mean you know I've heard even Jeselnik talk about you know Tom Segura is a big storyteller 
in the way that Tom Segura can have a story that has laughs throughout something that happened in his life. So he gets to use that. He tells a story, and so he gets six minutes of material in, I don't know, a few weeks working on this working on this uh, story. Whereas for Jeselnik, that's that's 20 jokes. That's 30 jokes for him. And so for Jeselnik, that's six months of, of work. What for Tom Segura is maybe one month or less. And so I feel like that's the way to go. And so I think this bit has something there. And I think if this transition works, which I think it will. Now, I've also thought other bits were funny that didn't end up being funny. But I think it has a transition to an actually pretty solid joke. And uh, I think I could get two, three minutes kind of good if I keep working on this. Hopefully, by the end of, maybe by the end of October, November, I'll have several minutes. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to keep working. I've got some stuff in the works. I've got, obviously, I'm always having new, bit, new bits come to mind. Um, the stories are harder than I thought they would be telling stories. I, I kind of thought those would be the easy way to kill, but they're not. They're actually a lot more difficult. I think I need to learn how to add punch. I think, you know, I've, I had said it before. I don't know if on the podcast, but to people, and, and I'm learning it's true, more true than I realized. You know, when you're hanging out with your buddies, you can kind of tell a story and the concept of the story is funny. You know what I mean? Like you could all just laugh at the fact that this happened. But with stand-up, you need punchlines in that story. Definitive moments where people are going to laugh. And then this happened, and then this happened, and then he said this. You know, like it needs to be very, very direct, funny moments. Not just, uh, hey, this happened, everyone. Isn't that funny? You know? Like you can with your friends, like, you know, the, obviously, Jacob, you're the one listening to this. You know, there are some stupid stories. There's some great stories that I can tell. Um, the hard part is figuring out punchlines on where people are going to laugh. And so, uh, but I still think, I, can, I think I can figure that out. It's just harder than I realized. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's all I have to say this, this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, decently long podcast. Uh, last week was like nine minutes. Um, oh well. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll be back. I'll be back on track Monday. I won't be lazy this week. Um, see you next time.